We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. All right, welcome back. We've got Jacob Hefner. Now, last time we recorded, Jacob was a games athlete. I think you were amidst retirement, but now I think I have to refer to you as boxer, Jacob Hefner. I like to refer myself as a lowercase asterisk on the word amateur boxer. That's what I like to refer myself as. Are you getting getting paid? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it makes me professional now. You are a professional. I mean, well, you have to decide. You know, everybody's kind of fascinated by Jake Paul and all those guys boxing, but he has an amateur record and a professional record. What will this, let's call it a W, right? Let's be honest. You're going to smash, you know, I, I got to, I probably, as the guy interviewing, you should stay um, neutral, but I'm not going to because Bridges didn't come on the show. So I'm, I'm assuming (laughs) you're going to knock his ass out, but is it going to be an amateur record or professional record? Oh gosh, dude. I, I guess because I'm getting paid. Well, it's weird because it's an exhibition fight. So I think um, I'm just a nothing. I'm a nothing yeah. in that case. I'll be a one and zero nothing so, well, or whatever it is. I want to hear all about how it came out. I want to hear about the training. But first, you, since retiring from CrossFit, sure. have like always something new coming out on the docket. I'm always watching. You I mean... You always have something going on. So in, in a world that's like crazy, in a world that there's always more to be doing, it's hard to be productive. How do you do that? How do you, you know, if someone were to meet you, you'd be like, this guy's crazy. He's, you know, all over the place, blah, blah, blah. But you're not. You're, you're mm-hmm. highly organized. I mean, you can only do this much being organized. What are some of the tips, the tactics, the strategies you use Sure. Good question. So one thing I feel like I'm very good at is uh, decompartment or compartmentalizing, right? Decompartmentalizing the opposite of compartmentalization, right? Like I can separate and do things from a different uh, aspect and separate myself because a lot of companies I work in or work with uh, don't always intermingle or co-mesh. And so I have to come at them from different perspectives. Um, So compartmentalizing is um, something I'm pretty decent at, but also on top of it, what I can't stress enough is having good people around you. And you've actually met some of those people. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Jason came out and was the last person who ever judged me competing on the CrossFit. Well, I will say CrossFit games floor in quotations, even though we weren't actually at the games. Uh, he came out in 2020 and was my judge um, during the like the 20 of us who were vying for the five spots for the CrossFit Games, whatever that was. Yeah, the, I forget what they called it, whether it was round B or phase two or whatever. Yeah. And so and then I you also came out here. judged you this year on the competition floor. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But you came out here. I guess my point is you came out here and spent some time with the team I have here, uh, the folks that own my affiliate, Cobra Command CrossFit. Uh, and you met Jill and her husband, Jared, and Jill's obviously um, a big part of my life, considering she is 
um, not only the owner of well, the co-owner of the affiliate I go to, Cobra Command, but also is my coach in my online programming. And I own a couple of businesses with her and she's very organized and very business savvy. Um, of course, my degree is in mathematics and, and I come from a strategy perspective, but like some of the business stuff is stuff that I'm slowly learning and not capable of doing, um, to be quite honest. And so doing something like this requires you have a good, a good group of people around that you trust. Uh, and, and I have just amazing people around me that, that are just awesome. So to lean on. Did you know during that competition, you were going to retire? Um, no, I didn't. Um, I mean, honestly, 2020 for everyone, it was a weird year. Like, especially it was a weird year for everybody. And then if you were trying to go to the games, it was even weirder because it was like, oh yeah, we're going to have the CrossFit games or no, we're not. We're keep pushing it back. It was, it was just like, it, it wasn't very well planned. And I get it. Like, it's so hard to plan something like that during, during a pandemic like that. So there's no blame there. But when I got done with the competition, it was just not really a bad taste in my mouth. It was just a bad experience. I was like, man, I was training for a whole year for something I didn't even know was going to happen. And so sat down with the wife a little bit more and was like, cause you know, we got married in 2014. We actually got married a day before we had to leave to go to the cross my rookie year at the CrossFit games. Cause I didn't expect to qualify and we just picked a weekend. And, um, so I didn't, uh, our whole marriage has been based on CrossFit. That's how she's ever known of me. And so it's, it's a definer in my life. Right. And so having to have that conversation of being like, Hey, I know you think, Jacob Hepner, my husband, CrossFit Games athlete, we need to talk about what that looks like if that's not the definer in my life right now. And, and it's a hard conversation. I mean, as all we all have with our life partners we have at the time. And, and it was a hard conversation to have with her, but it was, I think there's just so much more I can do in the sport than spending five hours a day, five, six hours a day working out and then hitting the competition floor. I was still able to hit the competition floor with you. A couple of weeks ago, and I was training five, six hours a day. It was still a good time, though. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, we were sitting in the back getting, I forget what event was following it, and somebody came, hey, we need two judges. And I was like, you know, ready. I didn't know what it was. And there, we get out there. I think you or maybe Josh or somebody was like, hey, power snatch burpee. You know, I didn't even look down the lane to see there was two more bars and all, you know, interesting. But you <laughs> smashed them on that workout. You yeah, he's not really doing. I mean, I, I've, uh, I think the past two months, I haven't really touched, I haven't touched the barbell at all. I haven't done any heavy lifting, probably a month and a half, I should say. And just been pretty much solely focused on boxing, whether it's conditioning or hitting a bag, right? So I've, I've lost weight because of that, which is okay. Um, but leading into that, I was still, of course, spending a lot of time training and doing CrossFit because of the teenager that I had that went to the game. So I was still doing it. Uh, I don't think Josh was as much. Um, but yeah, I, I laugh when I get out there because you're like, first of all, we hugged, we laughed a little bit because I was like, I haven't seen Jason since he judged me last. And I'm thinking, this is like so low key. Like, who cares anymore? Like, we're just having a good time out here. And you look at me and you go, what, what's, the, what's the workout? And me and Josh look at each other and I'm like, I don't know what comes first, burpees or snatches. And we just started laughing. But yeah, it was a good time. So, so let, two, two things I definitely want to touch upon. How, how has it been kind of making that shift? I assume you coach now when it comes to the teens. I forget. Um, what's, what's your Olivia. girl's name? What is it? Olivia. 
Olivia. Olivia was there last. I mean, she's a beast. Uh, she was working out between your workouts and she won. She won the what? 14 to 15 year old. Yep. She won it. Correct. Yeah. That I, I saw you out there and I kind of was, was seeing things and I didn't realize how well she was doing till after. So that's, you yeah. know, congratulate her for sure. But are you her coach or are you just her kind of, I train with you, push you kind of guy? Yeah, it's a good question. So it's, it's pretty much the latter. Um, so she, she had originally, so a backstory to it is she had originally showed my barn about six, seven years ago. And if you subtract her age and do a little a basic addition or subtraction, you figure out she's nine. A nine-year-old didn't just show up my barn. That'd be super weird for everyone listening. But what really happened is at the time, um, she has a, there's, there's three sisters in that family and Olivia is the youngest and her middle sister is Ellie. And Ellie went to the games three years as a teenager. She went one year, 14, 15, and then two years in the 16, 17 division. She's now in college and doing, doing college stuff and not doing CrossFit much anymore. Um, so when Ellie first showed up to train with me because she was, she was a good athlete in the gym and I thought, man, she could really make it to the games. She should like continue to stay in the gym and the affiliate because you can still learn a lot there, but she should come under my wing back at the barn and I can teach her a little bit more competition style concepts, but the gym is still, an affiliate is still a great place to learn a lot of good stuff. So I brought her back to the barn and of course she drug her, her nine-year-old sister with her who at the time, you know, didn't want to talk to anybody, you know, was probably learning colors of the rainbow. I don't even know what she was learning at nine, but we pretty much gave her a PVC pipe and She's been with us ever since because Ellie had been with us for about three years since then. And then from there, it kind of transitioned into, okay, Ellie's done competing. Now Olivia's next up and now the focus is Olivia. And so, um, yeah, I'm not really her coach um, per se. Um, she does the programming that we make for her, but Jill is her coach. And, uh, and I'm just pretty much, yeah. I would say I'm her rabbit, Jason, but she beats me so badly. Like I would say, Say I'm just like a mule she rinsed to like every now and again whoop me and beat up on me and just leaving the side of the road. So whatever. How hard is that for you? You know, knowing I can't expect to maintain the fitness I once had if I'm not training the same way. And you know, especially now that you've kind of shifted gears, is, is it challenging to to watch that kind of slowly decrease? No, not really. I actually had this conversation yesterday with um with morning chalk up about it. And, and they seemed for some reason to think that I, I was going to be like depressed because of it for some reason. But um, I think it depends on what you um, I think it depends on like, first of all, how you define yourself as a person, but then it also comes down to what's next. Right. So let's break it apart in two pieces, how you define yourself as a person. Obviously for many, many years, I defined myself as a CrossFit games athlete and you defined yourself as an affiliate owner. Correct. But yeah. then at some point there was a switch, right? Like you don't own your affiliate now. And I am not a CrossFit games athlete. I go, I'm a CrossFit games spectator. Um, but if you, if you really like, if that's how you define yourself, I'm a CrossFit games athlete, I'm an affiliate owner. And that's only who I am. And it's not more fluid. Yeah. There's going to be some, some mental struggles you'll probably go through in life. And, and that's for anything, right? Like I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a, I'm a gym owner, I'm a business owner, whatever the case may be, you have to realize that I, mean, I knew you're never going to be a CrossFit Games athlete forever. At some point, you're going to be a master's or you're just not going to compete or you're, you're going to get injured. And that you can't let that just always something, somebody else define who you are. 
And so that was one of my thought processes. But the other process was thought process was um, the idea going forward. You have to have a plan, right? So you probably, when you decide to sell your affiliate, you're probably going to have a lot of extra time on your hands, right? It was not, you're going to be doing less payroll, less books, whatever the case may be. You probably, did you start this podcast when you owned the affiliate or after? Well, well after, like five years. Well after. Okay. So you probably thought to yourself, I'm going to sell this affiliate. I'm going to have, how, I don't know, oodles of free time probably. I need something to do with that free time. And it was the same concept for me. It was, you know, I'm not going to stop competing and then sit around and twiddle my thumbs and play, you know, twiddle my thumbs for five hours a day. I got to have something to do. Luckily, a couple of things were thrown on my plate pretty quickly. One of them was boxing, which was just a, a perfect segue. Uh, I wouldn't say perfect because it's not a combat sport, CrossFit, but it was a good segue in, uh, in the concept of really proving, really stepping back and proving the, uh, the pyramid of fitness was the idea of what, we all have all these the nutrition, the, the metabolic conditioning, the strength, but the top of the pyramid is sport. And unfortunately, most people think, oh, sports like go to the CrossFit games. It's not what sport means. Sport means take your Fran time, your Murph time, whatever you're proud of in the gym, take it outside the gym and do something with it, do a sport. And so being able to step outside and have a goal of being like, let's try boxing. Like that's not related to CrossFit whatsoever. No one's done that before. And let's just see how well it really um, connects and correlates. So, I mean, yeah, is it, it was, I will say it was kind of difficult. I didn't really watch uh, the individual men this year at the games. That was kind of difficult to watch. And I was also very busy. Um, and I probably won't watch it next year either because it, it will be a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's a true fact. But I think it's, having any athlete or anybody leading anything they define yourself at, you got to have a goal going forward and you got to make sure how you define yourself as fluid um, going forward. So maybe a lot easier. Is it difficult for you? Mostly because you know, deep down, if you committed to it, you'd be out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like if, if I spent the oodles of fitness time and I spent boxing, right back into CrossFit and probably more so because it's brought a little bit more time frame. then yeah, I could have been back out in the, in the 2021 CrossFit games or possibly 2022. I mean, the whole idea was like, I never wanted to leave the sport because I was forced out because of injury or age or whatever the case was. I wanted to step away from the sport because it was my decision to step away from the sport because probably because I have other opportunities out there that existed that number one, will just make better money, whatever the case would be, or you could impact more lives doing that. Like there's only so much help you can give to people and things you can do in the sport when you take that field of play every year. Cause it's so much time to get there. All right. So let, let's make this transition. By the way, what are you drinking? Mm. Is, that, is that bulletproof? It's iced is coffee. That, what's no, in it? I don't know. It's like some just, I don't know, some cheap iced coffee I buy at like a store. I'm, I, don't, I have no idea. It's got a lot of sugar in it. That's for sure. <laughs> are, are you, um, can we see a Hepner coffee at some point? No, no, no. I got to think of some, I got to think of some good, uh, I, you know what I really, I was thinking of this last night. I'm a deep thinker in the shower. Last night I was thinking in the shower. I was like, man, I should really get, cause he sells like, um, 
canned cold brew, I think. Like a canned cold brew. Uh, when I say him, Bridges, good dudes. Right, I was yeah, like, yeah. man, good dudes. how funny would it be if I could get some of that cold brew? The problem is I don't think it would fly. I was like, if I could pack it in my checked luggage and get it over there, and then for our, like, what, what do boxes have? Like your media where you go up on the table and, and you talk about the fight. Yeah. If I could just like whip it, whip it out there and then drink it and like spit it out. Like, man, that's some total trash and just like throw it. I was like, that would be really funny to do, but I think it's too much work. I'm going to give you an idea, Jacob. You could order it and ship it to your hotel in uh, Florida. Well, no, remember it's in Dubai. It's not Florida. Oh, it's in Dubai. Did, yeah. did it get moved? It was, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. realize. Oh, wow. You're good. So yeah. got moved to Dubai. I love Dubai, by the way. Have you been? I have not. Have you? You've obviously been once. Yeah, we, I did a seminar there years ago. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's the, like the cleanest place you'll ever go to. You can't even chew gum on oh. the subway. I mean, oh, you I'm can excited. argue like off the deep end government stuff, but at the same time. Okay, so let's talk about it. How did this come about? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've mentioned it before, but for, for me and for oh, our yeah. listeners... Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. So, okay. So how it came about was, first of all, we got to back up like a few, like two years, like a year and a half ago is of course the main card was created for Eddie Hall and Half Thor or the mountain from Game of right. Thrones. Right. And so they created the card because they've got, uh, you know, beef with each other or whatnot. And they decided to box. I don't know why they decided to box, but they decided to box. And so this card was created of non-boxers boxing each other. And they put a date like a year and a half in the future to give them time to cut weight and do all sorts of things and learn about a box. So that became a known fact. And at that time, like about a year ago, uh, Bridges and Castro started boxing. I, I think they started boxing separately. They weren't doing it together, but they started doing it at the same time separately from each other and from each other's knowledge. They started boxing for conditioning. And Bridges will say that he was just doing it for conditioning and just, and just having a good time, which it's great conditioning. Don't get me wrong. And Dave is probably doing the same thing. So they both started boxing and I think it became apparent. They started kind of talking trash to each other. Like, man, I, I'd knock you out. You boys being boys. Right. And um, Josh's manager thought to himself, man, what if we got these two hooligans in a ring together and actually let them duke it out like on a card? And then it became knowledge, hey, why don't we put this on, the, on this car that has non-boxers boxing? And so he kind of pitched it to the company that owned the car at the time. That's uh, Core Sports. That's out of Dubai. That's why we're going there. And they thought it was awesome. I mean, from their perspective, they're bringing in a demographic and a target audience that has never been involved in the boxing community before, ever. And so um, they wrote the contracts for Josh and Dave. And of course, um, Dave did, didn't sign it. I mean, for Dave, in my mind, it was a lose lose. Like, probably wasn't going to beat Josh unless it was a verbal, just a verbal beration of each other. And uh, it just wasn't going to, he was got to work on, you know, like Josh has the conditioning, but needed the skills to learn. And Dave needed the skill and the conditioning. That's just so much to like do. So Dave was going to be out. And so uh, they hunt and pecked for another male athlete. They found one, um, got pretty far down the road with this gentleman, and then he decided to not go forward with it because he wanted to go back to the CrossFit Games. And, and I get that. Like, you can't do both, right? You can't do the CrossFit Games and boxing. Um, 
And so uh, they were like, okay, well, we got to find a third person here, a third, third option. Well, third time's a charm. Here comes Hefner. So they call me and I'm in Hawaii at the time on vacation. And they're like, Hey, we want you to box bridges. And at first I was like, dude, this is a freaking prank call. Like ain't no way I'm boxing Josh Bridges. They're just stupid. And, uh, and so they kept talking more about it, kind of explain the details to it. And the fact that I was going to get paid, cause I'm not about to jump into a ring with someone, um, for fun, for your enjoyment, for, <laughs> for nothing. And so we, we talked about it some more. Obviously I talked to my wife about it and we decided, you know what? I'm already planning on retiring. I hadn't announced it just yet. This would be a really cool opportunity that will probably never happen again. And it's not necessarily like a, uh, oh, meet CrossFit, you're going to CrossFit, you're good at boxing, but it's still in the fitness realm. Like I'm still fit. Let's, let's just try it. Like who cares? Who knows what will happen? And so that was about five months ago. And so essentially when I decided to sign on and, and take this uh, opportunity, I had about six months, a half a year to learn how to box. All right. Frozen here. Frozen, Jacob. There and then probably two hours every day. Oh, oh sorry. You, you were a bit choppy. So, so you had about a half a year to catch up and you've been training two hours every day. Correct. Pretty much two hours every weekday, pretty much with some sparring with like uh, technical or hard sparring uh, once or once a week, once every other week. All right. So I have so many, I'm a huge mixed martial arts fan. I've been training jujitsu my entire life and wrestling. Yep. So first question, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you, you had to have this discussion with your wife and was there hesitation on her end or was she, did she do the Adrian from uh, Rocky four win? Did she just say win? Uh, she actually, the first time I told her and I walked in the room and I said, babe, you're, you're not going to believe this. I, I was like, you can make a wild guess, but you're never going to guess this. And I was like, they want me to box Josh Bridges. And she goes, absolutely not. You're going to get your face messed up. Like, I like your face. It's pretty. Like, I don't need you to have a broken nose and a broken tooth or whatever. And I, I kind of let her kind of go on a rant for a little bit. And then I stopped and I said, yeah, but they're going to pay me. And like, here's what they could pay me. Like I could, I stand to possibly make more than I would make at the CrossFit games. Uh, and, and I'm not going there cause I'm retiring anyways. And she's like, she looks at me and she has like, it's like a hard pregnant pause. She's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Then yeah, you can do that now. You're okay. You can get your face hidden. And I just, I started laughing at that point. I knew how much my face was worth to her punched in or not. So. So for the fight, will you be wearing headgear? No headgear, 16-ounce gloves. Six, okay, so 16-ounce gloves. Heavier gloves. He- heavier gloves, but also for the listeners, like, and not to, look, anyone stepping into the ring is impressive and scary, but it's not going to do quite as much damage. Obviously, the bigger the gloves, the softer they are, et cetera. So I think mostly you could actually wind up getting your face beat up a little bit more, but less likely to cause trauma to the head, et cetera, yeah. right? I mean, was that... We, um- something you we had, had to discussed consider. it yeah yes yeah. so we had discussed it obviously like josh and i aren't don't have like a team of, of, of like coaches and fighters that we you know a team around us so we, josh and i legitimately discussed it ourselves we're like look we're here to put on a good show we're here to show people that you can take your fitness and do something that you probably wouldn't have expected we're not here when it comes down to it, we get in the ring we're gonna try and win but we're also not here i'm not here to 
kill Josh. Josh isn't here to, you know, break my nose and break my eyeball. Like we're not here to injure each other, but we are here to have a good fight and win a fight. So there's but no but, point. This is go ahead. Well, I was going to say, with that being said, I think every kid, every boy has gone through your, your younger, your teenager. Hey, let's do a fun, whether it's slap boxing or someone's got boxing gloves in the basement very quickly it turns into I'm trying to murder this person. Oh, I mean, that's going to definitely happen. But it was like at first it was actually 10 ounce or 12 ounce gloves, I think in the original. And we decided to actually up it and say, let's let's do a little bit lighter because, again, like this isn't our if this is our profession, then yeah, but it's not our profession. So at that some point, I'm not here to get brain damage or injure myself for a long time. Like, let's have a good time. Let's duke it out and try to hurt each other. But at the same time, you want to leave mostly injury free. And, and how many rounds and how long will each round be? Dude, so I didn't know when I, when I was first told this, I was like, Oh, that's not that long. When you take into consideration how long you're working, like I do workouts like that all the time. And then as when I started telling people like yourself, who have experience in combat sports, every single one of them go, oh, that's that's a long time, Jacob. So we're doing six threes. Six three-minute rounds? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, again, I've got experience wrestling. I don't have, you know, I think, if, you know, if you train at a mixed martial arts gym, which I've done, you have some st- stand-up. But for the listeners, like, oh, that's, you know, Jacob does intervals. 18, yes. yeah. Yeah, of course, you and Josh are fitter than the average person going into a friendly boxing match. But it's like sprinting. Not only is it like sprinting in intervals, but for the listeners, like imagine you're doing a three minute interval. But during that interval, someone's punching you in the face. So right? that's, that's that was that's the hard part is like when I when they first told me that, like, hey, we're going to do six threes. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like that's like, like 18 minutes of work, like big freaking whoop. Like it's a regular workout. And I didn't realize how much, how difficult that was. So I got into the gym and did like, I just did like six, three minute rounds on mitts. No one else is hitting me. I'm just hitting mitts. And then I realized, oh, bro, this is a whole different ball game. Like this isn't an 18 minute freaking workout. Like this is different. And then when you add it in, uh, look, someone's trying to knock my block off and hitting me. I'm not just hitting mitts, but I'm being only on the offense. Like I'm on the defense too and getting hit. And it, it, it's difficult. It's going to be fun, but it's, it's going to be a long time for sure. So. So what was your first move when you find out about this? You know, we talked about coaches. Who'd you go to? I assume you didn't get like Freddie Roach, you know, the most established boxing coach out there. He, he's like, the guy, right? Like Pacquiao, Canelo, they all reach out to him, GSP. Um, so who'd you go to? I mean, I assume you kind of had to look around Bayshore and be like, all right, who's who's good at this? Yep, yep. So we actually, what I didn't know is Kansas City is the um, headquarters for a title, boxing. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I, I don't have, I have no combat experience, so it was news to me. So we actually have a really, I mean, Boxing, to my mind, is probably slowly coming back, but it reminds me of like, like USAW. Like it's kind of a dying sport to a degree, hopefully. Um, not hopefully, but it is to a degree, and hopefully gaining life back. But um, we have a lot of boxing gyms in Kansas City. I didn't, <laughs> wouldn't have known that. And so I found a coach. Um, 
in Kansas City, very similar to my age, had an amateur career uh, for, I don't even know, a long freaking time, took a lot of fights and uh, linked up with him. And um, yeah, so we're, we're excited. I, I enjoyed spending time with him and we had a lot of life experiences that were very similar. And so we kind of connected there. And do you remember day one? Like, what was the first thing you worked on? Day one, I walked in. And of course, I, I don't normally, I don't have a chip on my shoulder, but it's hard when you walk into a gym because you know you're fit. Like, I know I'm in shape. And so I walked into this gym and the coach looks at me and goes, do you think you're in shape? And he knew, he knew my, my background. He was asking a leading question. I was like, well, yeah, I'm in shape. He's like, this is a whole different type of shape. Like, I know you think you're in shape, but this is like not the same. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. But we got started, he was not wrong. I was like, this is a whole different ball game of conditioning that I was not used to. But is, I will say, um, none of my CrossFit conditioning probably carried over to my boxing. I mean, if I was uh, 300 pounds and overweight, then yeah, having some conditioning helps. But like, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm fit in CrossFit. Therefore I'm fit in boxing, but I will say being fit in boxing has definitely carried over to being fit in CrossFit. Like there's, it doesn't go, I don't feel like it goes both ways, but it only goes one way for me. Um, but it has been a whole lot of conditioning, <laughs> stupid amounts. So, and you mentioned you've done some sparring. How has that gone? It's gone well. So, I mean, in, in the beginning, like months ago, <clears throat> it's a lot of technical sparring, right? So we still got headgear on. But, you know, it's mostly the guys they put me in with are like, hey, we're here to let Jacob learn. So don't knock him out. <laughs> like, let him see punches. Let him see things as they progress. Uh, so we started out with that, like, I don't even know, three, four months ago, whatever. Um, and then we've slowly progressed. And the people that I've, I think I've probably sparred. We were talking about this the other day. I think in total, I've probably sparred. 12 or more unique individuals in a ring. So it's quite a bit. We have a big community around Kansas city. Um, and they've just brought people in randomly who I don't even know who I became fast friends with. And I'm sure, you know, like it's really cool. Like if you bought someone into my barn to work out with me, like it doesn't necessarily mean at the end of it, like we would like hug and hug it out and like have a good time with each other. But like sparring someone is really different. Like you get in there and now I want to learn. I want to hit you hard. I don't want to get hit by you, but at the end of this kind of cool. Like you have similar life experiences and you can sit down and talk and laugh and have a good time after. And that's been really cool to have that community uh, around me. So we probably sparred about 12 plus individuals and they've all been different skill levels. Um, uh, they put me in the ring with a bunch of uh, a couple guys who were Olympic trials, who just worked me like a rented mule, uh, a couple instructors that decided to level up on me here and there. And <laughs> you know, just, just, Give me the what, what, but, um, it's been a lot of learning, but I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it for sure. So how, how friendly has this been with Josh right now? I mean, you said initially you talked to him and it's friendly. Do, do you guys have like an understanding, a gentleman's agreement that we're either not going to go hard or an agreement that's like, Hey, once we're in those ropes, we put the friendship aside for 18 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be the latter. It's going to be, we're going to put the friendship aside for 18 minutes. It, it probably will probably be a day before that too, right? Like it's, I mean, we've, I've sparred enough that, you know, in the beginning when you get into a ring, it's hard to switch that switch and be like, I like Jason, but now I want to knock Jason out. Like that, that takes a little bit of time getting used to. Um, but 
last time we saw each other was at the games. I mean, I'm obviously a, a big Bridges fan. We had we had a good time. We had a good time with each other laughing, just telling stories like, hey, has this happened to you yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been knocked out by a girl too. Whatever the case may be, you know, telling those stories. And um, and then uh, we'll go to Dubai together. We leave on Friday. We'll be on the same flight. Um, and uh, But when it gets closer, we'll probably be less and less contact with each other. And then, yeah, when we get there, it's going to be, we're going to put our best. I mean, the goal is like, we want to showcase what we worked on. Like, I'm not going to get into a ring and then play pity patty, you know, like, you know, slap hands for a couple, like 18 minutes to show six months of work. We're here to show what we're capable of doing. And it's probably going to, it's going to be a dog fight. Probably it's going to be fun. Yeah. I saw that there was a video of you guys kind of getting face to face and it looked real. And then you guys, I think it was you. I don't remember, but one of you kind of laughed first and I was like, okay, there's still, they're still friendly. You you mentioned you're going to fly out Friday. You're talking soon Friday because you're going to you're going to need more than a day to acclimate. Yeah, yeah. So we fly out uh, the day after tomorrow. So tomorrow's Thursday. We fly out Friday. Um, for those of your viewers, we fly out Friday the 10th. Um, and so we will be out there for a whole week leading up to the fight. We're going to be getting a bunch of media, obviously still training uh and just spending some quality time out there in dubai i'm sure we'll get to do some things over there because we can't train 24 7 um and then afterwards uh i'm taking my wife from there she'll be there with me to the maldives for a couple days and so you know who knows how, what the fight will happen i might be on a beach just drinking pina coladas through a straw who knows uh, but it'll be it'll be a good time to be had by all so you got to check out the i believe it's called the burj khalifa it's the tallest building in the world. We did that. Yep. I remember doing that. That was pretty cool. I'm sure your wife will enjoy that. So do you, when you're in the ring, is there going to be some trash talking or do you, are you the serious guy? Uh, I mean, I think, uh, I think you'll see a lot of people who will uh, be flamboyant or trash talk when in the ring, if they're capable and at a professional level, whereas I would consider my, I will speak for just myself. Uh, I probably need to focus on the basics and what I know best. And that's probably not, I would consider I'm good at trash talk. That's for sure. But probably not in a ring when I'm trying to focus on getting hit and hitting someone. So it's going to be probably pretty, uh, pretty locked in probably. What weight is this happening at? Um, so we actually didn't decide uh, because it's an exhibition match. We actually didn't decide on a weight. So going into this, when they asked me, cause you know, I didn't think about it when they asked me. Uh, when they originally had asked me, I was probably around 195 to 200 pounds uh, currently. And I didn't realize at the time how light Josh was. I hadn't competed with him for years. So I didn't, I, I kind of forgot. Um, but he sits at 165. So I had him by oh, wow. 30, 30 plus pounds. He's that um, light. I mean, seeing you guys side by side for that workout you are the bigger guy. He's not only yeah. a little shorter than you, but you are bigger, you know, more must say more muscular. That doesn't sound right. I mean, sure. you're thicker muscular too, but yeah. You're, yeah, you're thicker for sure. Yeah. So, um, so I think what happened is they were like, Hey, we're, we're going to fight. And there was no, so on the contract, there was no decision to like be a sp specific weight to fight. I mean, 30 pounds, that's just difficult. Like, I'm not dropping 15. You're not gaining 15. Let's get real with ourselves. That's right. just not yeah. happening. And um, he, I mean, I wouldn't feel healthy at 15 pounds less and neither would he at gaining 15 pounds. He'd probably be like, feel bloated and slow. 
Um, so, uh, but obviously like what we talk about is when you're d- doing all this conditioning, when I stop lifting and, and focus on this, the, the weight's just going to naturally come off. And so right now I'm pretty sure I think I weighed today at like 185 or something like that. So I've lost about, I'll probably stay around there for fight. Uh, about 184, 185. Um, so I lost about 15 pounds, essentially 10, 15 pounds, depending upon what I weighed at the beginning. Uh, and that just naturally happened. It wasn't like I was eating less or cutting out cake. I ate cake last night, but um, it just naturally comes off. Like, you know, when you're doing Mitch Marsh Lars or some combat sport, man, you're sweating like a, you're sweat like crazy. So when your body adapts to the task at hand, so you don't need to have, you know, all this weight behind it because you're not trying to push a, heavy back squat or, you know, snatch. Exactly. Is, is there yeah. a friend, is there a friendly wager between the two of you? Oh, there isn't. Um, there isn't. We hadn't actually discussed that. I'm sure when we have a, a 13 hour flight from Houston to Dubai, uh, I don't know where he's sitting on the plane, but I'm sure we'll, we'll come across each other and we will probably discuss that. Maybe he'll let me as a part-time owner of good dudes coffee. And I'll just, Ooh, you know, that's, and that's my entrance into the coffee space. <laughs> So Dubai, that's a long flight. I mean, I think it's close to 18 hours, if I remember correctly. It's like, thir- it's like 13 hours, 13 or 14 hours. But I think we're direct from Houston to Dubai. Okay. Of course, so it you- doesn't include the fact that I don't live in Houston. Like, I got to right. get to Houston first. So, What do you think? What will you do on a 13-hour flight? I mean, do you think I should, like, get in the middle aisle and, like, start shadow boxing right in front of him the whole 13 hours just to let him know that I'm in shape? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you need to put a little fear in them. But I mean, I remember when I went to Dubai, I, I think it was when Stranger Things had just come out and I watched like the entire season straight through. I would recommend of what Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so this is a few years ago. I mean, I would recommend if you haven't already in your contract oh. getting business class, but it may, may or may not be too late for that. But uh, it's a long yeah. flight to be sitting there. You do get like. It was like every two hours they were like bringing up pizza and ice cream. I remember it was like Emirates. If you're flying Emirates, I was yeah. like, yeah. this is like, they're giving us a lot of food on this. So it's pretty, yeah. and you're so out of it that you're like, you're not actually hungry, but you eat it. You're just tired. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to eat this. because I'm sitting here. My eyes are bloodshot. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do. I got a lot of work. I'll probably bring a bunch of notebooks and get a bunch of work done when I'm flying and then probably sleep. I know we probably will fly throughout the nights. And then we'll lose time when we get there. So I think we actually arrive at night at like almost nighttime there. So it's kind of nice. You get there, you get unpacked, get in your hotel, and then go right back to sleep and wake up the next day. And pretty much you're you're right back on our cycle. So it should be pretty easy. If all things go well, do hmm. you envision a career here or is this just one and done? One and done. Uh, I don't think uh, the, the joke, in my, in my household is like, I feel like I get some of the most random opportunities thrown in my lap. One of them being, do you want to box Josh Bridges? Uh, and so we're one and done here. Um, if I'm sure what will probably happen is we'll go there, win, lose, or draw. We'll have a great time, showcase the sport, uh, for boxing and hopefully get people in the CrossFit industry, like interested in, Hey, I can, I can try other, I can go try jujitsu or try what MMA, whatever the case would be, or boxing. And then after that, I'm sure something will pop into my lap that I had not expected and until that time. I have no idea what it is, but so, um, yeah. 
who who is one boxer that once you found out about this, you started, I don't know, look that you looked up to. Obviously, there's like Ali and Tyson, but Mayweather. Did did you start going down that rabbit hole on YouTube and find someone? I, I had a lot of I had a lot of Canelo videos on my YouTube. That's for sure. Yeah, well, he's um, younger. I mean, he's and um, yeah. There's a who's the young guy that's out right? Garcia. I want to say Garcia, but I don't know if that. But you um, Canelo Canelo is a uh, fast and you know at the top of the sport right now. But did you did yeah. you go back and watch Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? I, I honestly, people have asked me that, like, how many professional fights have you watched? And I was like, honestly, not very many. Uh, I just don't think there's a purpose to watching that. I watch a lot of amateur fights of just random people because that's what it's going to be, right? It's not, I'm not going to show up and, and look like a professional boxer. It, it's going to be an amateur fight. So it's, it's worth it to watch, hey, an amateur fight, this is how it starts, this is how it ends, this is what it looks like around round three. Like, you're just... You know, you're just throwing your arms left and right and just praying that she hits the land something. So what's what's your walkout song going to be? Oh, oh yeah, you're going to uh, I am going to make so many fans. Uh, well, if there's one thing I'm good in my life, it's branding. I know how to brand myself and just have a good time. So I uh, Amazon should be delivering today. I don't know when sometime today I am getting a long black robe uh, with a hood. I've got black shoes, black shorts. Um, when I get there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to grab some all red gloves, uh, hood up, and I am walking out to the Imperial March from Star Wars. Ooh, I like that. I like that. A little, dark <laughs> little different. I, I, me, and, me and Sean Woodland had discussed that a long time ago, and I was like, man, Sean, we, we got to do this. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so something uh, different for sure. All right. So before we wrap up, What's the prediction? Um, well, <clears throat> body type wise, we know that Josh is going to be an inside fighter, right? He's going to have, he's going to have the reach on me. Uh, he's going to want to use his uh, shorter levers, not in a bad way, but he has a little shorter arms than me, levers to bring it in. And I'm going to try and keep that bag. That's how it's going to work. I'm going to, we, we practice a lot of jab. Uh, a lot of straights. <clears throat> we got to keep him back. I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting in close, but that's where a lot of his power at, and that's where he's going to want to throw. So that's that's the goal. Just keep keep him away. Don't let him in. So you don't want to throw out there a uh, knockout decision. Uh, I mean, sixty. You can you can do it with sixteen ounce gloves. You can get a knockout, but it's got to be it's got to be really clean. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think people would rather see us go all six rounds just because it would just be great to watch and just great to watch later. Uh, but not going to be cool also. We'll have to see what happens. So people can find this online. Where, where yep, can they correct. go to to make sure they... Um, uh, Good question. Buy so it in should advance be the- and, and get, it, get it all set up because I've got guests actually and one of the first things they said was, can we watch the fight? So, yes. So, uh, you, yes, you can. And so I believe, uh, the link in my bio, uh, on Instagram has the link. I'm sure we check Josh's. I'm pretty sure Josh has the same thing. If he doesn't, I'll text him and tell him he's a turd. I'm sure he does. But when I Googled it earlier, a lot of them still have the loss, but I'm sure it's going to get updated, but there's a great picture standard, you know, boxing pictures, just the headshots. So they can 
head over to your Instagram profile and 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 pay per view it for next yep. Saturday, yep. Uh, September eighteenth. Correct. Very cool. Correct. Well, I will let you get back to training. Have a really enjoyable time. Safe flight. Enjoy the time with the wife after. And I will be rooting for you. I will, you know, whether it's a, whether it's a knockout or, uh, or, or all six rounds or decision, you know, I, I've got to say you've had pretty good luck when I'm in your corner. So That's right. That's right. No, I didn't this... qualify to the 2020 games though. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you did pretty well. I think you got what? 16th that year with me there. I think it was 12th. Yeah. Oh, it's not bad. I'm not complaining. Even better. Even yeah, better. I mean, if, yeah. If that were the CrossFit games, it would have been a pretty good turnout. It's been a good year. It's been a good year for sure. Actually, one more thing. You know, you're you're retired. You got quite some time. But do you envision 35 years old masters coming along? Uh, probably not. Um, so the other when I first decided that I was done competing in CrossFit, boxing wasn't a thing on my radar. And I needed something to compete in. So actually what I'm doing after boxing, which I've actually been doing this, this whole year, but it's not as much because of boxing, is I've started competing in essentially, uh, it's called the tactical games. It is a, uh, essentially it's stress shooting. So it's a lot of working out and shooting involved. How fast can you run a mile? It's essentially like very similar to like a biathlon. Um, but uh, I've been doing a lot of that competing in that. Uh, cause I, I grew up shooting as a child and really enjoyed that aspect of my life. And of course I had the fitness background and so I've been competing in that. And so after boxing, that's going to be the main focus for the years to come. So I'll still stay involved in CrossFit because we're going to run camps and I've got athletes and all that good stuff, but I, I needed something to, like compete in like for myself. So that was it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I see you post a lot about that. You've called out Castro as well. I think he actually yeah. put a response out there. Yeah. There's a good response. Yeah, it's a good response. I, I would just love if, like, I think I'm, he's invited me out to his place a couple times. I need to, I need to, after boxing, I told him, I was like, hey, when I'm done with boxing, I'll come out and hang out with you. You'll teach me a lot. It'll be a fun time just to sit back, tell good stories, listen to some of his, I'm sure he has great stories, and just shoot some and hang out. So we'll definitely do that. Very cool. Well, again, best of luck out in Dubai. Please tell Jill I said hi. She's awesome. And, you know, everybody at your community there at, Cobra command. So good luck, Jacob. I look forward to cheering you on. And I know you're saying 16 ounce gloves knockout may not happen. I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching <laughs> right. knockout. Uh, you keep looking for it, Jason. Thanks, sir. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.